1: Welcome in, everybody, on a Thursday edition of Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on a Thursday, February 17th, and a Friday, February 18th. We'll have a bonus show tomorrow because we couldn't get on the air on a Tuesday. Thanks for listening and joining us, and thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked On Lions. Find me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions. And also, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. On the show today, we've got a Matthew Stafford controversy. Oh, boy. It's funny. I got this Colin Cowherd clip from the other day where he says, oh, Stafford is just all business and there's no drama with him and he's such a good guy and he's a family man and he married his college sweetheart. And, and there's, there's a controversy going around right now as to what took place yesterday at the parade ...in L.A. that was attended by about five people. We'll explain coming up on the show. we got to do it. Panay Sewell in the news. Um, Good news for the Lions. And what Pro Football Focus thinks of Panay Sewell... ...as he made the annual Top 101 list. We'll explain what number he finished at... ...and how many other Lions are on that list. Some news today. The Lions have re-signed one of their veteran leaders. We'll tell you about that. And also, uh, it appears... That the Detroit Lions are not raising season ticket prices. We've got an inside scoop on that coming up on the podcast today. Thank you for listening again. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. If you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, we're here Monday through Thursday, and then of course during the season, Sunday through Thursday, each and every day, giving you Detroit Lions coverage. A lot going on the uh, the combine coming up in a couple of weeks, and free agency hits in less than a month, and then of course the NFL draft where the Lions pick two. 32, and 34. All right, so I want to play something first from Colin Cowherd. I'm a Colin fan. I like him. He's, of course, on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports 1, formerly of ESPN, The Herd. And he decided the other day to take uh, indirectly to task Aaron Rodgers and compare Matthew Stafford to Aaron Rodgers and talk about how he'd rather have the good guy. He'd rather have the no-drama guy in stafford over aaron Rodgers. take a listen to this clip this is courtesy of fox sports radio and then i'll react and tell you about something that happened yesterday out in los angeles
0: Um, let me talk about matt stafford for a second and and we know what i'm about to say is true it's self evident where you land in the nfl will overwhelmingly dictate your success as a quarterback andrew luck Joe Burrow are exceptions where they overcome a lot of stuff. And let's be honest, the Bengals have some really good players. Bengals have a bunch of good players. Andrew Luck got his team to the AFC Championship with like one other pro bowler. But where you land matters. And after a dominating high school career and a great college career, Matt Stafford went to the Lions. So finally this year, for the first time in 13 years... He got a functional head coach, and a functional owner, and a functional GM, and a functional roster. One year. And he already has, after last night, three game-winning playoff drives. In 13 years in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers has two. But Aaron's cool, single, the chosen one by the media. But Aaron doesn't win enough in big games. He's not great late. Matt Stafford, one year in a functional organization. Look at his numbers across the board. 13 years of turmoil, tumult, and turbulence. And he got better playoff stats than Aaron. But Stafford has no drama. He's not jonesing for attention. He's not the single guy trying to find himself. He's an adult. He married his college sweetheart. He has adorable kids. His only celebrity friend is his buddy from high school, Clayton Kershaw. I wish we'd spend less time talking about people who create drama and more time about guys like Matt Stafford, who put his head down for 13 years in lowly Detroit, didn't talk about it, didn't complain about it. And after all that time, he finally went to management and said, may I please be released? And they had so much respect for him in Detroit. They cared so deeply about Matt Stafford they let him choose the team, and they let him stay in the NFC because they respected him. They knew they'd underserved him. Can you imagine that? How often does that happen? They felt guilty. He was better than them, and they knew it. I know he's not cool and single, doesn't wear corduroy suits and tell you, hey, man, that's, your, that's just your opinion on vaccines. No, we've got an adult We've got a grown-up who knows who he is, has since college, is defined by his smarts, his ability in crisis to make plays. He's not jonesing for attention. And one year of a legitimate organization, one after 13 years of nonsense in Detroit, look at his numbers. And what's most impressive about Matt Stafford is a great quality in our parents, our grandparents, and a great quality in bosses. It's just a great human quality. When the fit hits the Shan, when your team is melting down in Tampa, when you have to be great in crisis and things aren't perfect like yesterday, OBJ is out, and your tight end now is your third and fourth stringer, and you're playing rookies at wide receiver, that's when he's at his best. The guy in Green Bay is great when he's comfortable. It's Detroit. It's the regular season. They're favored by a touchdown and they lead late. Matt Stanford this morning has more game-winning playoff drives than the guy he shared a division with. The difference is he got no support. So little support that the Lions put their arms around him when he just asked to please be traded and allowed him to go to a team that was likely gonna beat them if they faced that tells you a lot about matt stafford no drama total adult at his best in crisis and a complete and utter baller never a bailer always a baller that's my kind of quarterback
1: All right, so there's Colin Cowherd, courtesy of Fox Sports Radio and Fox Sports 1, just going ballistic about how great of a guy Matthew Stafford is. No drama ever, and and, and basically taking Aaron Rodgers to task uh, because Stafford's playoff numbers now look a little bit better after this season. And, hey, Matthew Stafford just won a Super Bowl. He's got as many Super Bowl wins as Aaron Rodgers. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy into all of that. Uh, These talking heads like Colin Cowherd want Aaron Rodgers to continue to be Aaron Rodgers. Because that's more exciting that 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 gets more clicks, that gets more listens than a guy like Matthew Stafford, who quite honestly is boring, until yesterday, when a woman fell to the sta- off the stage, a woman photographer by the name of Kelly Smiley tripped while taking a picture of Matthew Stafford and his wife Kelly, and fell ten feet back onto the ground, off of the stage. The problem was... Matthew Stafford saw this, turned around and went, whoa, oh, my God, and started swigging a bottle of water and walked away. Now, Matthew Stafford was intoxicated yesterday. Uh, we all saw it. We 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 talked about it on the show yesterday. Uh, his wife, Kelly, who was uh, donning a blue sport coat with the lettering on the back, his name is Matthew Not, or call him Matthew Not Matt, whatever with her, but she looked out in almost disbelief, like, oh, my gosh, are you Okay and leaned over the stage to see the woman on the ground. The female photographer, Kelly Smiley, tweeted out last night that she fractured her spine and both of her cameras fell uh, and broke in the fall. One of her friends started a GoFundMe for Kelly, and it's up to $41,000 in climbing. Now, according to TMZ, the Rams and Staffords are releasing a joint statement today saying they've been in constant contact with the photographer... And they are going to cover her hospital bills and replace her cameras, and they wish her a speedy recovery. I, I don't want to get too deep into this, but let, let me just say one more thing when we come back, coming up next. All right? Um, Bet online, first and foremost. Football season's done, but we got basketball. We got all sorts of good stuff coming up. Uh, NBA playoffs soon. All-Star Weekend this weekend. You want to bet on the games, you want to bet on the slam dunk contest, NHL, whatever you want to do, pro, college hoops, NHL, it's all there for you at betonline.net. Your number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all the scores, podcasts, news this season. It's not just basketball, too. Like I said, NHL, Olympics going on, boxing. Go to the website. Check it out right now at betonline.net. They are awesome. Head of the website, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, one more thing on Stafford. Um, nobody's perfect. He made a giant mistake and looked like a real jerk yesterday um, in turning around and saying, oh my God, swigging his water and basically letting his wife handle a woman falling off of a stage 10 feet and uh, hurting herself. It's not a good look. Uh, Matthew Stafford is a good guy. Matthew Stafford cares about this community, and he's now a Super Bowl champion. All right? Got a little tipsy yesterday at the parade, but you know what? If someone falls down off of a stage and takes a tumble, turning around, walking away, and taking a swig of your bottled water is not a good look. And it's okay for me to get on this show today and say it wasn't. All right? The, The protection that this guy has gotten over the last month or so in you know and 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 i got to call out um travis rogers who hosts locked on rams he did a promo yesterday basically saying it was never stafford in detroit it was never his fault it was matthew wants to come forward and say it wasn't me it wasn't me and it's like why can't we just call things out the way they are the guy was very good here nobody's blasting him for his 12 years here or 11 years here he was awesome he was good but let's call it like it is. When you get outplayed in three playoff games by the other quarterback on the other team whose passer rating was higher than yours, this narrative he was just oh you know football football purgatory prison. He played with Calvin Johnson and Indominus Sue. Twenty thirteen, he wet his pants at the end of the season. He was terrible in the Ravens and Giants games that cost Jim Schwartz his job. Why can't we just say that? Of course he had great comebacks. Of course he, he and Mitch Album and Kelly built built basketball courts in the city. The guy's number probably will be retired here or put in the ring of honor. I don't I wouldn't argue that. But he made a mistake yesterday. He looked like a real jerk walking away from a woman that just a camera woman that just fell down off a stage, went to, plummeted ten feet. And he went, oh God, and walked away. It's a dick move. He's allowed to do that, though, and we're allowed to call him out for it, just like people can call me out if you don't like something I say or something I do. Nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. But can we just point out some of Stafford's and certainly some of his wife's who was complaining the other day about how Disneyland could be eight hours of hell for her and her kids. Oh, golly, G. Kelly, take a hike. Matthew is awesome a lot of times in spite of her and her antics. All right, you know who else is awesome is Panay Sewell. Pro Football Focus thought Panay Sewell was so good, he made their top 101 players list for the 2021 regular season. Now, again, they go by the numbers. Okay, so when you look at it, who are the top, let's say, five players in the NFL according to PFF, Pro Football Focus? Trent Williams, the tackle from the Niners. Aaron Donald from the Rams, Cooper Cup. Zach Martin from Dallas, and Devontae Adams from Green Bay. One, only one, Detroit Lion made the top 101 list. I don't know why they do 101 players, but hey, fantastic. Um, And that one player is Penny Sewell. He finished 66th on the list with a PFF final grade of 82.4. He finished ahead of people like Cordero Patterson of the Falcons, who was... Uh, 67th, uh, Stefan Diggs, who was 68th, Patrick Mahomes, who was 69th, and Fred Warner, who was 70th. Fred Warner is a stud. Patrick Mahomes, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. And yet, here's Penay Sewell making the list and finishing ahead of some of those big names. PFF writes The offseason debate was whether the Bengals should draft Jamar Chase or Penay Sewell with their first round pick. And as good as Chase was in his season debut, and he was, he was like 26th on this list, Sewell's also very impressive. Asked to play both left and right tackle during the season, Sewell earned an 84.5 run blocking grade and surrendered 35 pressures in total. He had some poor games, but offset them with dominant ones at a position that typically takes time to adjust to in the NFL. Uh, I love this. And what it means also in the long run is you put a player out there and you don't have to worry about him. You put a player out there and you say, Man, Panay Sewell on the right side, Taylor Decker on the left side, and Frank Ragnow in the middle, that's still where you win. You know, the Cincinnati Bengals struggled in the Super Bowl. Why? Well, some of it was Joe Burrow holding the ball too long, but a lot of times in the second half, the Rams started with uh, pressuring with four and five guys, and that was it. The Bengals' offensive line isn't good enough. Now, would you love to add Rashawn Slater instead of Sewell? You could make that argument. The big tackle, uh, the rookie from the Chargers, finished 39th on this list. Sewell so finished, like I said, 60, what did I say, 66th? So, I get it, but all in all, the Lions need more talent, but the one talent we know they have and they don't have to worry about made the top 101 list, Panay Sewell. Now, I think Frank Ragnow, if he wouldn't have been so injured all year, and only played a handful of games for uh, missing out on the season, um, I think Frank Ragnow would have been on this list. But, hey, Sewell is out there, played nearly 1,000 snaps this year, 990, and cracks the top 101 list from pro football focus. Um, I'm excited about this offensive line in the future. You look at Ragnow, Jonah Jackson going to the Pro Bowl, Taylor Decker, Halapulavati Vitae was solid at the right guard spot. There's some depth with Evan Brown and some other guys, Kramer and others, and Panay Sewell at right tackle. This is a position you don't have to worry about in free agency or the draft. now well, maybe late in some of the later rounds you add some depth. Maybe you add a veteran free agent lineman that can be a swing tackle or a backup. But um all in all, Hank Fraley, the Lions offensive line coach, has done a heck of a job. And the Lions are building something up front, which they're gonna and that's where you win. Well, the Rams won because they protected Stafford. Uh they didn't run the ball very well in the Super Bowl, but their offensive line was good. You talk about guys like uh Havenstein and, and Whitworth, who's one of the best left tackles to ever play the game. And then on the defensive line, you look at the studs they have there with Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and others. And that's where they controlled the game and, and won the game in the end. And getting to Joe Burrow, of course, and forcing him to throw that incompletion on the last play of the game on that fourth down. All right, the Lions are bringing back one of Dan Campbell's favorites. It might just be Dan Campbell's favorite player. Uh, and we will tell you about that. And who that is coming up next. A, a kind of cool restricted free agency re-upping before we even get to free agency. First, though, this episode today brought to you by Rock Auto with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure long lines and looking around a store? When you go to rockauto.com, they are the best. Look them up on your in your pocket, on your phone, look them up on your computer. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. You want auto parts? That's where you go. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can get them from Rock Auto? Honda Odyssey fuel pumps like $353 at a chain store, just $215 at Rock Auto. Family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. you got to love the folks at Rock Auto. Go to the website right now, rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car, or truck, and write "Locked On" in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. So the Lions today made an announcement and made the player available. Jason Cabinda, fullback to the stars, is back with the uh, Detroit Lions. And he has signed a brand spanking new two-year extension, a two-year contract for Jason Cabinda, um, which I think is awesome. Here's a guy that wants to be here. Here's a veteran player that could have looked around and restricted free agency. He's not the sexiest guy out there. He hasn't touched the ball all that much. But he's very, very valuable on special teams. Good lead blocker uh, when they need him to be. Can catch the ball in the backfield a little bit. And... He's back with the team, and it's a two-year extension, and I think it's great. The leadership that this guy provides, the fact that, you know, he wants to come back to Detroit, he, he could have left. Now, again, the Lions could have matched an offer sheet or, or whatever else it was in restricted free agency, but, you know, this is a guy that could play some fullback, can play some tight end, is a favorite of Dan Campbell, and is a good football player. And he said today, I want to be the best fullback in the NFL. And you see how, how the Niners use, you know, use check, juice, and, and some other teams utilize these fullbacks. And I'm not ruling out a guy like Connor Hayward being added to the team as another kind of H-back, fullback, tight end type. But Cabinda's a leader on this team. The players love him, the coaches love him. And on February 17th, a handful of days after the Super Bowl, he decides he wants to come back and be a part of this, which, as we know, what this has been for over 60 years, not much winning. But it's a credit to Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, and the coaching staff, and the the culture created that a player like Jason Cabinda wants to come back and be a part of the team. So it's not the splashiest of signings. It's not like, oh my God, we re-signed this guy or that guy, or Charles Harris is coming back to wreak havoc on quarterbacks, or Tracy Walker's back, another free agent. But no, Jason Cabinda is a guy that um, is valuable to the team and can really block Catch the ball to the backfield, can do a lot of different things. So shout out to the Lions for getting that done. A two-year extension for Jason Cabinda so he avoids going to restricted free agency. All right, our buddy uh, Sweta Patel. Sweta is one of the uh, best Lions fans out there and is a, a fun follow on Twitter. And um, she just loves the Lions so much. She tweeted out a little bit ago, a little bit of time ago here, that she got an email today from the Lions that they, are, they have announced that they are not increasing season ticket holder pricing for 2022. Shout out, Lions. Good job. Pandemic, not making as much money. Empty seats galore last year at Ford Field. And optimism, you'd figure maybe a little bit of an increase or a bump. No. Lions send out the email today to season ticket holders that they will not increase their prices for next season. Also, multi-year ticket holders are being rewarded with experiences which include the virtual Q&As with the likes of Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes, Chris Spielman, or possibly even a tour of Ford Field. So the Lions are doing a good job communicating to their people here that uh, they're not increasing prices. And I'm not saying I'm surprised by it, and I know this is still a business, and I've, I've... You know, kind of tooled on Rod Wood in the past a little bit, but um, this is a good move. Good move. And again, the Lions are going to have, the Lions are going to be in a tough sell again. I I think they're going to draft Aiden Hutchinson at two, and I think that will help with with some ticket sales because the local kid, great story. I think fans will be into that. I don't think that's going to break the bank, though, on season tickets. I mean, the team won three games last year. They still don't have a quarterback, at least not one of the future right but not increasing ticket prices um i like it i mean you're already seeing fans are on 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 social media saying they're excited about it and that and thanking the lions for not raising prices um so shout out to the fords rod wood you know you heard me right for not doing that all right that'll do it for locked on lions on this a thursday we're back with you again tomorrow thanks for making us your first listen each and every day, right here on Lockdown Lions. Again, Rams and Stafford are going to pay for this woman's medical bills that uh, the photographer that fell yesterday at the uh, Rams parade that Matthew Stafford turned his back on. He did. Just admit it. All right. We're back again tomorrow.